everyone, welcome back to Drinks at Dana's. Today is a bit of a Christmas special. We're recording this very, very, very early on Christmas Eve. Well, very early in the UK, very late in the US on Christmas Eve Eve for Jess. And Chris has already had her Christmas Eve on in Australia. <laughs> Open my presents and everything. <laughs> so we're here today to discuss episode 306 questions for the universe i have many questions i have many questions (laughs) yeah i think we just get into the episode and mainly uh alice sophie and shane episode Hmm. everybody else was was bit players i know it was such a waste i thought it wouldn't have been that hard to like get the rest of them to somehow come yeah but i i like i think the reason that i did actually like it was because it was so much alice and shane and that's kind of Mm -hmm. what i'm here for (laughs) yeah but like when i saw it i don't think i would call that a musical episode it had a musical element in the middle but it wasn't the whole episode wasn't musical it had maybe like 60 percent of it was a musical and the other 40 percent was just an episode but the other 40 percent is what i like i really really liked the beginning with alice and shane i thought it was it was it was good and i thought there was some good lines too alice comes home in her pink adidas tracks <laughs> <laughs> which if i looked like alice i'd wear one of those too <laughs> the scene was so hot and distracting that i was i forgot for a second that she was at alice's and then when i saw alice walk in the gate i was like oh my god is alice is shane having an orgy at alice's like what the hell <laughs> yeah that I is really like that that is messed up <laughs> i know i don't i don't think that shane would would do it to alice. yeah i feel like it's kind of disrespectful i don't know I just well like- yeah her house was trashed they were like pick it was like picking up like after a rager they're like picking up yeah. bottles of booze and like collecting trash and underwear and like ugh. i mean but it makes you like, think like how long was alice gone for like <laughs> like two people having sex in your bed during a party is like one thing like like please don't but to have on her velvet couch people on her velvet <laughs> sofa or whatever it's like <laughs> yeah yeah, I think that wreck that, that couch is replaced. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just yeah, throw the whole she's rich. Throw the whole couch out. I really like this scene. I thought it was it was good. And even the the cleaning up where Shane was like or Alice said to her, Oh, I'm throwing these away and she's like, Oh, those were Bridget's and she's like, Oh, you know their names. <laughs> <laughs> and also let's remember that those were Bridget's undies. <laughs> I thought there was loads of just great Alice and Shane moments and one thing that I I always think like Alicia is obviously has such great comedic timing and she is very I think underappreciated because she is so good that it just comes off so I know this is like the absolute thing they're going for with acting but realistic it it just works well with their chemistry as well like as as friends yeah and once again we encounter the theme of this season which is therapy. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like why go to why pay money for therapy when you can go out to the desert and get high Sounds everyone's gonna fun. have their issues solved magically honestly i felt like at work for like the first few few well not the first few minutes of the episode but like the subsequent scenes i'm like this is like every conversation in my office like i swear ayahuasca comes up all the time which by the way i work in the drug industry i suppose you could say so this is like <laughs> that's your common conversation <laughs> like, i know several people who have gone on these like retreats and done ayahuasca and, and what have they said little... about it yeah positive negative oh yeah i've i've only heard positive actually that's good did they, did they ask questions to the universe and come away with answers well yeah i mean most people i well not yeah I'd say probably most of the people I know who do it are pretty like, you know, spiritual people anyway. And other people are just kind of like, I'm into any sort of drug, so I'll try anything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you got to be willing to puke and crap yourself and, you know, oh, all these other things, yeah. that, all these terrible things that happen. But apparently the mental effects it. are <laughs> worth it for some people. I don't really mm. want to examine myself that closely, so <laughs> I'll pass on the drug therapy. But yeah, but yeah, the do it for the drugs. Uh, yeah, that was cheer. funny. That was, was good. But I guess that's kind of how Alice convinces Shane to go. Is like you need well, what did she say? Like ten years of therapy. <laughs> She's like oh, twenty. Like you need twenty years of therapy. 
Yeah, yeah, extensive, extensive or a therapy. silent retreat. Oh yeah, or ten minutes in a silent retreat. One or the other. That'll do it. <laughs> I I I really like this episode. Actually, I was surprised how much I like because I don't like musicals like at all. But I I was surprised. It was, As I a thought musical it was episode, it wasn't fantastic. I mean, there's I know, for someone who does enjoy musical episodes of TV shows. There have been some great ones out there. The actual musical part wasn't great, but the way that it moved the story along, I enjoyed. And yeah. also things that we keep asking for, like Alice and Shane together, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot for a lot. And having the OGs and like Gen Q, I feel like these characters haven't interacted much at all since like Sophie and Shane have never had a conversation. Like, I'm sure of it. <laughs> so it felt weird, but also like hey this is what we wanted like we yeah them to interact more yeah and and that's why it's i don't know i think it's crazy that because there wasn't even like a previously on the l word and that i don't think outside of like the tess and shane thing at the end and finley and sophie at the end like not you know like dana's not popping up in the next episode like a lot of stuff was just kind of fun and like there so there has to be some sort of irony that the one episode that's supposed to be very standalone and fillerish becomes like the episode where we're actually getting stuff that we wanted and you know people they're they're obviously there's always going to be a mixed reaction to something I've talked about this tons of times because people people will see like their small group of of echo, you know like echo chamber whatever you want to call it but you normally interact with the same people all the time and most of the time you're interacting with those people because you're liking their comments and you all kind of have the same opinion but somewhere like you know even drinks at dana's comments like my channel has a million people that come through it a month that's a lot of opinions and i every episode i it's it's actually really funny the way the comments come through like sometimes on my phone they'll be coming through and one will come through and yesterday it happened where someone had written on youtube after i posted the review somebody wrote this was amazing i loved the episode i cried when dana come back and the next comment that came through was i hated this episode <laughs> i saw a few people write that they cried in the episode i was like really <laughs> yeah and i i always put like a poll and stuff up because i i find it absolutely fascinating as much as i enjoy enjoy doing this youtube i secretly like just love the analytic side and seeing what everybody thinks and how people interpret things so differently and i but i will say i think for the most part i saw way more positive comments than dislikes what about you chris do you disagree with with like overall was it a good episode it's it's hard to tell because the episode five was so crappy that i feel like (laughs) anything coming after that would be good (laughs) i just feel like anything after that would be like well that was quite refreshing really (laughs) but i just by itself if i if if we took episode five out of the equation it was just like you're just judging it by the better episodes then it was it was just average episode for me because i'm like i'm not into the musical part the musical part was a bit underwhelming for me shane was one of the main players in the musical element and she didn't even sing she didn't do much like she her her interaction was quite limited i mean she had a storyline in the musical part but it was just i don't know it was weird Uh, although shane uh dancing was not something i knew that i was like missing from the l word but we've had two episodes now of like shane (laughs) dance sequence and like i'm here for it (laughs) i literally wrote down shane should not be dancing She's not enjoying herself, but she's been forced to do it. Really? I interpreted <laughs> yeah. the opposite. I'm like, does she have a musical theater past in high school that I'm not aware of? Like, oh, I'm, I'm like wrecking it. my brain so from funny. like all the Kate history that we know. Is this something we know about her? Like arts school? Like, no, she, like, she did she did drama school in yeah. New York. See, I got lots of people saying that both those things. My my kind of answer to the people who were saying like were being like maybe a bit more negative about like the dancing they are actors they're not like professional singers well Leisha was but like singers or dancers and I think they did great because you know who was a professionally trained singer though the answer is always Gigi (laughs) always Gigi I'm gonna I've been asked excessively to make a shirt with that on (laughs) it's always about Gigi like I don't know the timeline of like when they knew Gigi was like 
yeah, like she's not coming back. Like gone. Oh yeah, they'll they all have known. Yeah, that because that was all decided probably around like this time last year. Oh, and then they didn't write these episodes until oh, I want to say like or April May ish. Yeah, six was probably even a bit later than that. What a waste. How awesome would Gigi- Oh, what a fucking waste. <laughs> Any episode without Gigi is a waste. Mm, yeah, Sad. I did. I mean, I kind of, I liked the paired down cast though. I mean, we got, yeah. we got the three of them for the bulk of the time. And then a couple other people for, you know, a significant like a portion of the time. Yeah. And then the others were like, blink and you'll miss them. And I was fine with that. But that that's the thing. This I do think this cast is too big. I, I think there's too many people that like even even taking out my bias against like bias towards, I guess, the the OGs, I feel like I you just can't connect with the Gen Qers a lot because they don't get a lot of time like if there was fewer of them, you could spend more time. Like the way we got to see Sophie a lot more in this episode and I liked her probably the best in this episode that I've ever liked her because she was with Allison Shane and even like I mean obviously I- I'm gonna say it even though it goes without saying like Rosani was fucking amazing. Like she's such a great singer. But I even loved like some of her like reactions to like Alice and Shane and stuff and they were very subtle but it just felt like oh okay we're we're seeing a bit more of what's what's going on because I don't know these little like bit like I just I have no connection to like Micah Maribel and stuff and every time they come on I just feel like they're they're sucking time from the other people because I I it's a part I don't like their storyline too but I just feel like we don't even have time to know them and they only bring them out to be like oh they need to get their you know couple of minutes this week yep like they don't give them any I I like the actors like don't don't get me wrong I like the actors but I I don't feel like they give the actors anything to do I think why I like this episode is because both Gen Q and like the the OG we don't get a lot of like character introspection like the actual characters are built like and so to actually do this kind of like deep dive into you know what is actually in Shane and Alice and Sophie's minds like what are they thinking what are their you know their fears their hopes whatever it's like it's always very surfacey you know yeah like superficial yeah yeah, but all the the things that they that we got shown from each of them was something I could have told you. Like, <laughs> could have told you. Alice is constantly thinking about Dana. Shane is always fucking around and figuring out why she blows shit up. Sophie is the world revolves around her. Oh, well, Sophie's made no sense to me whatsoever. But we'll get that, to that. Her whole yeah, that whole thing didn't make any sense. But yeah, yeah, we'll it, was like, it was like a Helena, like we had a personality. <laughs> oh yeah, personality <laughs> transplant. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> so uh, let's say the questions that they write down, uh, like what they want to examine yeah, about yeah. themselves. The questions for the universe. Alice's question is, "Will I ever find the one?" Shane's is, "Why do I blow shit up?" And Sophie is is Finley right for me? Which the second she wrote that, I'm like, well, we know the answer is going to be no. (laughs) If you're questioning it, yeah, that's a bad sign. When they got there, I did really like Alice's little, oh, it's been a culty year for me. Because again, those are just like little ways that you're reminding, call back to the episode two, like something that happened this season, we know. But I do have, I have one timeline gripe this week. So I need to get this out. And we're going backtracking here a bit. To make when... a little noise for it, like do 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 do. Ash's yeah, timeline okay. gripe. <laughs> okay, future Ash. When editing this, make a timeline jingle. It's Christmas. I'm I'm gonna have lots of time. On my... <laughs> I'm gonna make myself a little timeline jingle. Drinks at Dana's. Investigates the L word timeline glitches. So when they get when Alice is convincing Shane to go, she's just like. Oh, did Ivy not tell you? She she moved to New York. Okay. I know. Okay. That was like a whole Marina thing. Oh, yeah. She's everyone yeah. everyone like, stay with me here. Everyone stay with me. Was that last night? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yes. It had to have been. Because episode four was Halloween. Episode eight is Thanksgiving. 
there's only a max of like three and a half weeks, three weeks in between those those two holidays. And there's four episodes. So each episode is taking place over the course of maybe at max a week. And we know that episode five is, you know, like past Halloween. Episode seven, Fletcher's album party is happening. So it was a few weeks away. So episode six had to have taken place literally like 10 days after Halloween. Ivy has had the the relationship with Shane and then immediately gone, applied for jobs, got a job, packed up, moved across the country. As someone who has moved a lot, <laughs> moved <laughs> back and forth from America to the UK six times in my life, that doesn't just happen. You don't just like snap your fingers and you're like oh she lived in a trailer and didn't have much stuff so she just put it in her car and drove off possibly (laughs) but still across the country that's a long drive with a small child yeah and to just even get a job because she would want some sort of security because she has a small anyway (laughs) just timeline jingle i'm sure there'll be a lot coming up love timeline jingles but the uh, as soon as they said that i was like well i guess she's not coming back <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like closing the door that was yeah that was her being closed out the- at least they meant they did close the door on her and didn't leave it open kailani's on her world tour <laughs> yeah like <laughs> like she might still be working on the ellis show we don't know so we'll go through the music stuff in in like chunks so that we just talk about the whole whole scene to all the scenes together so that we're not like because it's a lot of skipping back and forth so we'll start with shane and shane was transported to 1940s league of their own i did like shane's sailor outfit i like the inclusive sailor outfit (laughs) sailor men and women and all different sizes and yeah, yeah, that's true. I did notice that. Yeah, I did notice that. And Tessa's like the, I'm going to say pinup girl, but that's not right. But the bombshell. Songstress. Songstress. The, so the thing is, the closed captioning was not working on my Showtime feed. So I didn't catch a lot of the lyrics, which oh, I feel like could have been telling. So yeah, if anyone has any insight into <laughs> what they were singing about besides the obvious i thought they would have posted like i just looked i thought they would have posted like at least some of the songs or like the lyrics or something because i'm sure people are trying to decipher them so shane's uh dream sequence hallucination trip whatever you want to call it if you will (laughs) is basically her chasing after tess and while other girls are chasing after her yeah every single storyline from the og show (laughs) yeah there was a moment that i i don't know whether it was meant to be like meta or whatever but i feel like when shane was chasing tess and she was like on the roof and like that group of like four people or four women were like chasing shane i felt like when she was like they always find me that she was maybe talking about like l word (laughs) <laughs> I always thought when she got to the roof there would be that what was it 13 reasons why or whatever oh, that sign yeah. was or... <laughs> the sign what I prepared earlier oh my god you've got a little baby one one of my one of my subscribers made this and sent it to me and I have I have like a couple of them but there's a one Jess of is staring blankly I think you might have to explain it to her remember when I'm for anyone just listening I'm holding up a little badge version of the 17 reasons why sign with Alice Bet and Shane on it when they stole the sign Bet stole it in season four and for Jody but secretly her and Tina were like subtly like flirting with each other and then when when Tina was in the auction, the Kiki Smith auction, her little paddle had 17 on it. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I vaguely remember that. Well, I was thrown because I said 13 reasons why, which is like a teen suicide. I know. Book. I yes. don't really like, remember the number. I'm like, so I didn't 17, think she's going to jump 17 the reasons why. in like a I'm ready to die kind of way. I was like, what? <laughs> no. But yeah, that's what I thought we would see on the roof. I mean, that's the gist. To me, there's not much else to say about the musical, Shane's musical portion. I mean, yeah, she wasn't even singing. She didn't even sing it, backup singing or anything. Like, there was no singing. I think that maybe they tried and they went, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. I mean, yeah, she's basically just, she's basically chasing after Tess and that's the story. 
Yeah, but she was the only one while they were like starting to get high where she was like, oh, I hope this doesn't turn into a musical. <laughs> Next minute. Sophie is in like, uh, I don't know, like a leave it to beaver sort of. It was of... very WandaVision for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's literally good, yeah. like it was ripping, ripping off WandaVision with the like the audience cheering. And it also, also like ripped off the Shane and Paige thing from the OG. Oh, yeah. When they did that. I forgot about that. I tried to. <laughs> <laughs> so we get the show title and it's the Sarah Finley show, like giant letters. But that's like the theme of, uh, you know, Sophie's experience was Finley's name, you know, massive headliner and like little teeny tiny Sophie. So basically we're <laughs> saying that like it's the Finley show. She's the main star and, you know, Sophie's barely anything, which... I would have said it was the opposite. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's why I was confused because I was like, what? Me too. I was like, since when has Finley ever treated Sophie like this? Or ever? For a second at the beginning of the episode when they, when Finn was like, oh, I bought a car, that it seemed like Sophie was like, oh, yeah, I can stay if you want. Like, oh, I'll give up my thing for your thing if you want. But then was like, oh, no, that's okay. Like, you go on your trip. But they made it seem like, oh, Sophie's willing to give up her life for someone else to, like, conform to their their wishes. I could see it with Danny, but, Danny. like, hello, that's, like, what they fought about and what they kind of broke up over. But, yeah. like, I've never seen it with Finley. I mean, Finley was kind of, the op- like, the little puppy following her around, like, worshipping her. Yeah. And didn't, didn't Soph at one point say to Finley, like, oh, I could never be myself with Danny, but I can with you? Well, yeah, yeah, I think she said those exact words. none of it makes sense well especially because they were best friends and so it's like if there's anyone you can be yourself with and exactly yep yeah so the whole thing was like just created out of thin air like it yeah it was like they didn't know what to do for her so they just were like oh let's just uh make it like she feels like she's not herself in her life yeah which they've never ever shown us no but are we Previously. supposed to now believe that she's been pretending to be someone this entire time? We don't actually know who Sophie is. That's ridiculous. Yeah, because she's always been with with Danny or Finley. Like we've never seen her with without. And her wasn't um, her song like "I'm finally putting myself first? And I'm like, Bitch, yeah, you always put yourself first. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, I thought that too. <laughs> yeah, like you, the entire show has literally been you putting yourself first. <laughs> yeah, like. Okay, at least she can sing. So Rosanna, yeah, yeah, she her, is. The voice awesome. was great, but yeah, her. Some of the lyrics I caught on that was, "I've been through hell and back," and then she says something about abandonment. And I'm like, is this about like her daddy issues? Daddy. Oh yeah, maybe. And, yeah, because when she started saying about the the hell and back thing, I was like, "Have you though?" Because I don't think you know what like hell is. Because let me tell you, me and Finley like, have both been through way more hell than she has. Oh yeah. You're like what she has like an amazing job uh not like lives in out like she hasn't been through hell <laughs> no unless there's been like a whole other like side of her life that the writers accidentally forgot to tell us about yeah like you know her her mom and grandma seem great she's got a sister that she's close with like yeah and her had to have done well in school to get that job yeah when she's saying when she's saying it's all about me my girlfriend was like oh yeah that's sophie's tag that should be her tagline but i didn't get this big like oh i was you know this cocoon moth and now i'm breaking free into being a beautiful butterfly it's like you've always done whatever the hell you wanted to do not flashback to literally breaking up like the fucking wedding to danny like in front of everyone that you know and love yeah so that whole thing i i i didn't understand and i immediately i was like already feeling bad for finley like halfway through yeah. the episode <laughs> we had that bit in the sophie song where danny and micah marry and, and like it breaks as if they're like filming in front of a live studio audience and the finley and danny Woo-hoo! kiss was so random rise up fanny nation no it's um, not fanny <laughs> Stanley. <laughs> I was like, is this something Sophie's thought of? Or like, is it not supposed think- to be sexual at all? It's just supposed to be like, oh, these two people are like randomly. 
I think the writers just wanted to be able to use, you know, like there's some some writers that will go in and be like, oh, this will make great material for the promo or for the trailer. And they probably, because lit- last week I used it as, as the thumbnail of my trailer reaction and used it as the title and it did really fucking well. Like really well. <laughs> I figured they put it in because it was like a like a tester, like what they did with Danny and Gigi at the beginning to be like, oh, I wonder if these two would and then they then they would gauge the chemistry or whatever and then be like, Oh yeah. Or if it didn't work, they'd be like, Oh nah. But they can't really do anything if because the episodes are already you can see when you're filming it whether they have chemistry or not, I think. I don't think they put that much thought into it. <laughs> no. And they would never put those two characters together. I mean, they would have to literally re- rewrite them from the ground up, which we know the L word is totally fine doing, but no. They, they can, can easily no. do that next week. What? No, they can never be together. I think it was just Sophie's mind being like, these okay. two people steal the limelight and like, you know, yeah, have, yeah. have all the drama. So Alice's musical number. Yeah. She had like an 80s game show. Yeah, that when they were filming it, I could, uh, it was weird because they obviously like they were all in different ones and we were getting like behind the scenes pictures quite a lot from the people who were the dancers and like the company that they were because they shared loads on Instagram and I thought they the songs everybody was going to be together and they were going to move through the decades. Uh, so, you know, so I mean, this is a hit and miss. Like, I can't always be right, but that's that did throw me off a little bit that I was like, why is it like... Because they, they had an extra that he posted something like, oh, I was dressed in the 40s yesterday and today I'm in the 80s. Yeah, he and, might have been a backup dancer in all of them, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's what it was. And so I was like, hmm, maybe they're like moving them through that's what i thought was gonna happen but it was slightly different i wonder if it was just a device to like help them write the songs like oh it'll be easier if like oh let's write 40s big band song like so Um, now you already have something to like go off of yeah and like the you know it's fun to do that with like hair and makeup and sets and things like that to make it a bit more fun although i didn't think Elsa's song was particularly like 80s or anything though so no, 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 no. but yeah so so her game show is the name that flaw game show <laughs> and uh, pop pictures of all of her exes and she has to say like what's wrong with them yeah but i was disappointed that they only went back as far as this season or yeah. no like two seasons and i was like what well, would have been so much more fun if you'd like had uta the vampire or like lady or whatever oh. and like gabby devoe gabby devoe and like random yeah. people from her actual past instead of people that she was just with yeah that we have solid memory of i yeah. guess maybe like we're tasha. supposed to think that uh, yeah tasha should have been on there because yeah like if we're supposed to think that like these are her most serious relationships mm, that twinkie so- guy was on there <laughs> Like who she was with for like a yeah. second. Yeah, that was weird. I, I feel like instead of him, they should have had, yeah, Tasha. They should have shown people from the original show, especially because those are the people we don't have recent memory of. But also just in the sense of like marketing, like there's tons of people, I, believe me, they're in my comment section who are like every week, holy shit, there's this whole other show called The L Word. So maybe some people will have seen oh, cool, that, like, if they showed Tasha laughing or something, like, somebody might have been like, oh, I need to find out more about this lady. And would have been even better if they actually had a thing where they walked out, like, the actual Oh, uh, that would have been great. <laughs> that would have been just great. just being like, what am I doing here? Yeah, like, that would be <laughs> yeah, hilarious. Oh, that would be so good. Why didn't they what do a, that? Because they didn't, I don't know, they're not that smart. The problems, the flaws that she had with the people, <sighs> Tom was too conventional and wanted to get married too fast taylor didn't like me enough <laughs> so i guess she yeah. is gone yeah which again was way. just such a weird thing but whatever yeah nat's flaw was gg the answer is gg <laughs> <laughs> the answer is always gg the answer is always gg those bastards i was uh yeah at first i was like yes gg and then i was like whoa i was like is that this is that seriously like showtime slash the l word like making fun of the whole gg incident that's exactly what i said like making fun of us now and i was like oh hell no fucking better not be like and then i was like really pissed after that 
when I, because I was like live tweeting when I was first watching the episode and the, that's the first thing I said before I even said, oh yeah, Gigi, I was like, was that a dig at us? <laughs> because I think it was. It was very much so a dig at us. Listen. Like, named it, her in it, every it, episode now. Yeah, it was almost like they were Just like, stop everyone up. Yeah, they were like, stop whinging about Gigi. Because like, ugh. We will never stop whinging. If this gets to season 10, I will still be here. Where is Gigi? Yeah. <laughs> People are going to be like, it's been eight years. <laughs> Get over it. You're going to be the Titanic lady. Yeah. It's been 86 years. Six years. And Gigi's still missing. <laughs> so we'll discuss the elephant in the room, our namesake. Yeah. The return. Oh. I kind of wish I knew of- it wasn't. I kind of wish I had didn't know that it was happening and been surprised. Yeah, yeah I don't know why. Because I, I, I've known that Dana was coming back and I knew oh, about Miss Max. G. Hi. Hi, G. Hi, Hi Gigi. She's coming to discuss Dana. She, she, she heard Gigi, you know, Dana. She heard Gigi yeah, and she's, she's like, like oh, she's like, I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about Gigi, your favorite. Yeah. She probably heard G and was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> they need me. They need my opinion. <laughs> I knew about Dana. I knew about Max. And then there's another OG coming back as well. With other stuff, it's like news around the show. And obviously that's what my channel is all about so that's why like i talk about things that are happening that most of the stuff that comes out she's like circling the computer or a tail go past like jaws <laughs> and that's why i like the whole point of my channel is to tell people things they don't know yet and like i have people on set that are kind enough to share things with me but i feel as if i just would if i went on and was like oh hey Dana's coming back like that's not really news and that's just taking away from like the surprise but then when I went on so I have shut up I haven't said anything I haven't I I have put like a few little hints out and the same with the other person but for them nobody knew for definite and then when I logged in on Wednesday they were like sharing pictures of the actual episode so i was like oh well everybody knows now most people found out that most people that interact online anyway found out that way i don't know why they do that because it's it's so much more fun for it to be like i remember the tina thing was just like oh this is so awesome i hope they keep episode 10 person especially a secret because i out of the three that are returning this season it's the person episode 10 that i'm more excited about but i because i think that when you bring dana back she like it's a dream and she's dead like it's not gonna we're not gonna find anything out that happened you know in the intermediate we're not gonna get any closure or anything out of that like yes it's fun but i wish that that they would bring back like helena that she's like my ultimate favorite to come back but someone told me that they didn't even ask rachel shelley to come back this year so i don't i don't know whether it's like all to do with the mia stuff or anything i've been been told a couple of different things with that like about the ogs kind of being split on like how they resolved the jenny storyline and i know there was like the pants stuff with with kate and leisha too so i I don't know why why they wouldn't approach all the ogs and just say hey we'd love to have anyone back who would come back and then go from there yeah send out a blanket thing to everyone that's ever been on the show and then just like a fishing line just see who comes in like and then based on Yeah, based on who says yes, you could easily write them in. Yeah, my idea is that they should use the cold opens to like resolve storylines from the original. So, because then you're not you're not having to like awkwardly fit an OG into an episode. You're not having to take away from the episode. But there's things like why did Alice and Tasha break up? Why did Helena move? Like, Bet and Tina getting divorced? How did like what happened with Kit? when was the last time Bet and Kit saw each other you could have the cold opens have the OG back resolve those storylines people would be so fucking excited that they would do all the marketing for you and you're just you know having like two or three minutes of a scene at the beginning of an episode five minutes say max so you're not taking away a whole episode where like maybe gen q audiences who haven't seen the l word like aren't interested in that that like solves everything yeah like you're literally getting everything fixed there and 
having people be excited about getting not only the the actors back but also like finding out what the fuck happened but anyway so Dana does come back and I did love the little stuffed cats <laughs> oh my god she missed her, missed her no, moment <laughs> she missed her moment she she would have been oh, a great actor to be on yeah. set she's trained I mean you've seen her she's, she's trained she's she can she knows Bat Tina I'm sure she could learn Alice Dana and she could meow on command <laughs> so to talk specifically about Alice and Dana's song like there was just the one line where Alice sounds horrified of like do we have kids um, yeah and I'm like, there's another clue you shouldn't have been with Nat because you cannot handle children. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, this is something you should know about yourself and not be with someone who wants children. But, like, it's it's supposedly set in the 80s, her her little dream sequence. And Alice looks really cute in 80s, but then Dana's outfit didn't look 80s at all. It just looked like if Dana was Alice's mom in the 80s and she was playing kind of, the mom. <laughs> like, the mom character. Yeah, like an office job in the 80s or something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. And Alice wanders off and starts singing while Dana's, like, sleeping there. I'm like, yeah. wow, you brought back Dana to have her just lay there? I'm like, great. <laughs> and I thought it was a waste that, like, they brought back Dana and didn't have anyone else interact with her except yeah. for yeah. Alice. So I was like, they could have easily had the whole cast in it. The fucking complaint that I always have. They did the like, same again, with... they separated Alice into her own thing. Alice oh. is uh, like all up in the fields, and she figures that since Dana's there, that that means Dana's her soulmate, and that Alice should just give up because she won't find anyone else. And uh, Dana tells her that she did miss it, but not with me. You have to let me go. I feel like they were uh, talking to the Elward fans again here <laughs> about the show. Let the OG go. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I didn't think about that, but now I'm like, oh, now I don't like them. I like them less. I'll never let go. <laughs> let, let it go. Let it go. There's you I'll with your box of memorabilia. Like, yeah. I, I don't want to, I just don't take it for, I, okay, there you go. <laughs> no, Titanic again. We've talked about Titanic a lot today. I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. Except I'll never let go. Eileen, Jennifer. <laughs> But yeah, the second she says that it's it's someone you've already been with, and oh, as soon as she said that, me. and I was like, I was like, oh, like, better not yes! be Tom. I love Tom. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, the two God, reactions. They were so good together. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's you just not don't like, like him because he's a dude. No, but like, okay, they were together. They were okay. They were cute. But I still don't think out of everyone she's been with, he's the yeah. one. Yeah, I do. Who has she been with that's better? Tasha. <laughs> Tasha's okay, better. I would take Tasha or Tom. I think that they're they're gonna have Tom come back. He's gonna give Alice like another idea or something, like about someone else. Because or he's who, gonna be like, like, "Well, do you want to marry me?" And she'll be like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> I I really hope that they don't do. I mean, this is kind. Of, I wouldn't think another show would do this, but we know what we're dealing with here. I feel like they might be. Oh, the one is secretly this cousin of Dana's that Alice has had this 20 year friendship with off screen that we've never seen before because oh, I the only way else. that I would accept that is if the actor the actress playing it would be Aaron Daniels <laughs> <laughs> like it's so dumb though like her only issue with Tom was that he wanted to get married and like you're literally on here looking for your soulmate and like wanting yeah. to spend your life yeah. with someone yeah. like hello well, no, I don't the think he wanted to marry you, maybe. It, it wasn't that he wanted to marry her. It was he wanted to marry her too fast. Yeah. And she pushes people away. So, yeah, her problem. Yeah, but, yeah exactly. Not, not his. <laughs> but then that's going to be a waste if he's, like, back for an episode and then gone again. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is Or, happening. wait, didn't you, say, didn't you say Alice is missing in an episode? Yeah, she's missing in episode eight. So could it be that he comes back and they go off somewhere together? I mean, yeah, technically, I guess. But we don't, do you think he's back later? No. So he's just I back for that one episode. I think he's just back for episode seven, yeah. Yeah. Well, then that was a waste. <laughs> a whole big deal of like, he's the one. Dun, 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 dun. And then he's gone. <laughs> I mean, like, but that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't know that one hundred thousand percent. So I guess he could. And if they, because like we know this season is supposed to be everybody finding the one. So maybe he, maybe he 
does come back for the end. So they all come out of Wake their up. <laughs> ayahuasca <get> well- <laughs> haze, whatever it's called. <laughs> they get know. welcomed back. I like that. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you notice that the aspect ratio changed too when we went into the musical? Oh, when I should they- notice these things, but I didn't. Yeah, when the, when the white started and we and the three of them were dancing together you could literally see the aspect ratio change and then as they were like welcome back it changed back to like the the tv one i put it in my video just doing my job so disappointed, <laughs> so disappointed Chris. my job nobody asks me to do it was literally your day job for like it. 20 years yeah it was my day job so they come out and they all immediately are like i have to leave and go home and I have to like the universe is just uh, answered my questions. Well, Shane and Alice think that the well, Alice thinks that. Oh yeah, the oh yes, the almost that. kiss. Sorry. Yeah, where Alice is like, oh, you knew Dana. Maybe you're my person. <laughs> I've seen that so many times, so many times from the trailer, but I still laughed out loud. The thing that's so funny for me is that they go for the kiss and then. As they're freaking out, like Shane leans, in, leans into it and actually yeah. kisses her for a second. <laughs> just yeah, like, that was weird. I was like, Shane, why did you lean in? Yeah, why? Sophie's face was funny too. She was yeah, like, her reaction was like, what the okay. fuck's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave, which makes no sense because like they all came there on a bus together. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> How are they getting? Are they Ubering back from the desert, in the middle of nowhere? Continuity, whatever. They cannot like keep it together. They, they like please, please for the millionth time. It let me stop complaining about timelines and continuity and everything. Please just hire me. I will do all of this for you. I'm very cheap. <laughs> I do this job for free, and I, I will keep track of it all. I will even bring my own whiteboard. <laughs> I don't need anything else. Just Miss G, a whiteboard, and some markers. That's it. I'll bring my own ring light, too. I feel like that would be a funny behind-the-scenes side spin-off oh L-word show <laughs> of, like, <laughs> Ash the Timekeeper. Yeah, no, just me. No, what are you doing? You were there last week. You can't be there again this week. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh my god, that would be the best thing in the world if I was allowed to like only film me, like from you can't see anything else, and it's just me convincing, trying to convince them, like, no, there's not actually the possibility to get a job, move to New York, and so be working there already in the space of two and a half days. We need to <laughs> put some more time in here. Okay, that's my campaign. That would be a funny spoof YouTube channel. Anybody who wants me to become Keeper of the Timeline, message Showtime now. (laughs) And I will promise you, I will make a video diary if I get that job. So go message Showtime. Tell them now. (laughs) But I feel like Sophie's, when she's woken up, I don't know what in her dream has possessed her to be like, I'm going to break up with Finley. Yeah. Like like in the real (laughs) life, she goes back to real life and there's like literally nothing that Finley's done to deserve a breakup. It's like one of us waking up and be like, huh, I had a dream that I let Miss G make all my decisions for me. And then just wake up and be like, okay, G, it's you, baby. You're up. Let me know. What am I doing today? And giving her two options on a piece of paper. And she like walks on one piece of paper. And I'm like, okay, G has spoken. Like, who wakes up and is like, oh, I had this hallucination or dream. Let me just enact it in the real world <laughs> i had a dream that like i was this little mouse being trodden on and wasn't allowed to speak and now i'm standing up for myself world except for which there's nothing happening like that in real yeah. life <laughs> except for literally literally finley comes in like the best girlfriend ever being like hey i've like you know been independent today and i've come to realize that we should do our own things and like yeah not yeah. have to be codependent oh, yeah. and do everything together and like this and is P.S. Yeah. literally exactly what sophie wants yeah yeah and she's like p.s i bought a car all by myself you didn't even have to come with me <laughs> and she's like bye bitch i know and it was like what <laughs> it was so harsh ty well i've been saying for months now i thought Finley and Sophie were going to break up, and here we are. I mean, I'm happy about the breakup because I don't like them together. They have zero chemistry. No, I don't either. And also, but this I've... opens the door for Danley. But I'm <laughs> bummed because I feel like they're. It's. I feel like it messed up their 
friendship. It's I know yeah. they had such a good friendship. It seems like Sophie just doesn't <laughs> even want to be around. Like, <sighs> yeah, they had so much fun hanging out when they worked on the Ellen show. Ellen show uh, when they worked on the <laughs> Alice show. <laughs> And they were always like zooming around in the golf cart and they're getting each other's coffees and like being wing wing people to each other. And I'm like, that was fun. Why'd they ruin that? And even though from like that very first pilot episode, Sophie was kind of like rude, like, oh, you're so dumb all the time to Finley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's but right. It, but it but it came across as more like a hey, we're really close friends and we can say yeah, these like kind of things. Charming, like but now it's just like she literally thinks she's too good for Finley and like yeah. Like it, I, I can't even see a friendship after this because the way that yeah, she's no, acting no, towards no. her is like it's and like she has no feelings for her at all. Like no. Yeah. And apparently no Finley like won't let her speak and puts her down all the time and <laughs> that, and she can't be herself around her. The only reason it's been quote unquote the Finley show in the recent past is because she's literally going through rehab and working on herself. Like yeah, to, to make yourself better, not for yourself, but also for. All the people around you, which should make it like way less trauma than when you're an yeah, alcoholic. Yeah. And Sophie totally pushed her to that too. But what's uh, the interesting part will be like, what's the living situation going to be now? Don't they, they live together, yeah. right? With yeah. Micah and Maribel, <laughs> supposedly. Yeah. End of the episode, Sophie and Finley break up, and then Tess and Shane. And I did say that I thought this was going to happen too about why Tess and Shane would get back together because tessa's mom would die so yeah i guess she's done on the show too i don't know i I guess it's just the way they like put these press announcement out about sherry jaffe joey lauren adams and the woman who played tessa's mom they made it sound like they were gonna be in like i don't know like six to eight yeah like they were like big huge guest stars of the season Yeah, they Um, were like any other guest star. Yeah, and Sherry Jaffe, I mean, as I was saying before, she is coming back. It must be like episodes eight and nine because Shane's not in episode seven. So I doubt Sherry Jaffe's going to turn up without Shane. And see if they have Sherry fucking Jaffe in the finale. They are, they're in post right now uh, for the end of the season and i everybody thinks that like they've they've finished they haven't actually finished i i spoke to monica yesterday who is marja's assistant and they because like they're obviously off for for christmas they are actually still in post and will be until pretty close to when the episode airs so i really hope that they are just making sure this is the longest most complete most amazing finale ever even though i do (laughs) somehow i don't think that's happening Uh, so that's why i'm still making my gripes known timeline lighting hair out of face so (laughs) fix it yeah so shane runs up and like she says uh i've been hanging on to this part of me for a very long time and i'm scared to let that go because i don't know who i am without it and I'm thinking, like, has Shane talked about her past at all? Like, with anyone? Yeah, no. Do her partners, like, know about her past? And Probably not. I think it was only Carmen. And, like, exactly. By the way, this episode wouldn't have been a perfect opportunity to bring her. I know! Bring her. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me yep, started. Yep, yep. Like, she, they could have had Carmen in the thing, and then her, she runs off to try and find Carmen in real life. Done. Or at least yeah. to, like you said, like, at least to apologize for her Oh yeah, just have her be in the dream sequence. Well, oh, so Anne, like you mentioned Sherry Jaffe, like, that was the whole thing with Carmen. Like, she cheated on Carmen with Sherry. But if she's back, it's like, what has Shane even learnt from this hot drug trip? Nothing. Well, that's why I was reading, like, her history, because I couldn't, like, remember how it all went down. And so, like, Shane saw her dad, like, she had reconnected with her dad and her little brother, and then saw her dad cheated on his wife and he was basically like well you're me and like this is who we are and that's Mm -hmm. why she left carmen at the altar basically yeah was because she's basically saying like you can't change and you're gonna hurt her so she ran before she could cheat on her again and f everything up but yeah as we see nothing's changed in all these years so yeah therapy she she could have just been with carmen this entire time (laughs) we all need therapy but she does ask tess to like give her a second chance which i don't know what like if her mom hadn't died 
Or I don't know. Either way, like, what do you think Tessa's answer would be? She probably would give her a second chance, I reckon. Well, I was leaning towards the other way. I, I don't know. Maybe it's my own bias coming in. Once a cheater, always a cheater. And Tessa's, like, told her that, too. Tessa's told her, like, that she shouldn't trust her. Then she also said in the last episode, like, do you even want to change? So I don't know if she would believe, like, okay, she really wants to change now. or But can she? You know, or like, how long is this going to last? I don't know. Tess seems more, more so than other people, I think, to like, kind of put her foot down and like, not allow Shane back in. But so maybe this is what this vulnerability of having her mom pass is what she needed to like, you know, overcome her own instincts. Yeah. So Dana tells out she has to let her go. And then we see Alice go home and she has the box of Dana's stuff. Oh, my heart. You are my son. And that song, that song kept playing through the whole thing. I was like, oh. I was like, too soon, Showtime. (laughs) Too too soon, Showtime. Fuck you, Showtime. (laughs) (laughs) No, I saw lots of people like, oh my God, she kept the flower. That was that. That was like obviously a super super sad scene, but Alicia Haley fucking killed it in the original. Yeah, fucking killed it. And Alice comes to the same conclusion we came to. She sees the book that she wrote and realizes that oh hey Tom, Tom's about the only person who hasn't met Dana who knows her because of everything she talked about while she was writing the book. And then she uh... sends him a text which is a little bit better than like a you up text it's a you around <laughs> text no rainbow no rainbow emoji and that was the episode mm. so overall thoughts opinions feelings scores out of 10 positive because we're actually continuing or revisiting storylines instead of just dropping them cold which is what the show yes. likes to do and yes. we're actually even though chris did say it was a little like stagnant it feels like character growth because at least they're examining their emotions which yeah. again they don't usually like to do so mm-hmm. props for that i don't know i'm thinking maybe a seven or so yeah, I, I seven. I was gonna say seven Yeah, the actual quality of the musical numbers, the songs themselves went great to other musical episodes. It's not yeah. fantastic, but I still liked it for what it was, and I liked the smaller cast sides and yes. the amount of time Definitely. we got to spend with Alice and Shane. I feel exactly the same way, pretty much. I I loved the Alice and Shane stuff, and it it just oh, it's so frustrating because. We're not going to get that in seven or eight because one of them is missing from each episode. And then by episode nine, Bet and Tina are back. Oof, dealing with me that day is going to be <laughs> a lot. That would be like the day um, Carmen came back if she ever came back. I'll have so much. So much to talk about. Title could be the Bet and Tina show, and then everyone else the same little tiny underneath. <laughs> if i'm if i'm completely honest honest i just don't think it was necessary to do a musical because i see musicals at, well i'm just not a music person first of all but the fact that they're doing this in the third season sixth episode like this is what shows do their sixth or seventh season when they have 20 22 24 episodes a season because really nothing from this episode is going to carry over except probably the finley and sophie breakup and the tess and shane thing and it's just frustrating because like 10 episode seasons need to be tight compact like bubbling over filled with character development storylines chemistry all that stuff and you have it it's literally sitting there ready for you you have characters you have actors your your fans have been there since day one because they're already built in from the original and we just want good overarching season-long storylines where you know this is what the characters started off like this is where they're going this is their goal this is how they're going to achieve it and it's taking place over the season not just flitting from one episode to another and having an entire one-tenth of the season literally a song and a dance about stuff that's not going to matter next week and certainly didn't matter last week and i just 
I wish that if they really felt they had to had to do this, that they would have made it like a one off, you know, I don't know, somebody something in someone's head has a bad dream. Or they they waited down the line at seasons later that they can earn this if they've told the story like the good stories we want to hear. Because it, it just this and to also I don't know. I just the the only people that I can really feel solidly connected to is Shane and Alice right now and it's even more frustrating knowing that we're not gonna have anything for like the next like the next two episodes look super super fillery too yeah should make for some fun episodes for us oh yeah (laughs) but yeah that was that was the episode and overall i think we all agree like around seven out of ten but probably the musical wasn't really necessary i mean everybody's super talented obviously like that anybody who says otherwise like they're not they don't have their eyes and ears switched on but we we can see that in in acting ways too if they give them something good to do on screen and they can really get into these roles because I think sometimes the actors must feel the exact same way like oh just another week of the same you know Mm. I'm in my few little scenes and and that's it I was gonna say if this had been an episode like in the original series I feel like it would have had you would have had those three characters go on their like ayahuasca trip and you would have had the like dream sequences and stuff but without all the music and they would have been more concise. And then you would have switched back and forth between them yeah. there and the other characters like out yes. in the light of day in Los Angeles doing something else. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. I feel like if anybody has something to do, like it, that's where they drive the whole episode. Like there's, there's not really like concurrent, like a storyline, B storyline. And, and even so, like it, it's just this week to week, like nothing is connected and there's no over like i say this every week but tell me what people's storylines are this season like everybody's just finding the one that's it because like joey lauren adams came on for two for like what was that for i don't know i want to be like anyone who works on the show ever worked on another show before ever because it (laughs) doesn't feel like it like on like can you name any other show that's been set up like this <laughs> like like you said there's know. no like a storyline and b storyline even here like it's just i don't know and, and literally all these guest actors who are there for like two weeks like i don't even care about some of the the main characters on the show i'm not gonna care about guest stars like i just um oh, frustrated too i just it's there like it is there for the taking and they are capable of it sometimes but but they just it again i say this every week it comes down to the insecurity around the the og and they need to fucking get over it because if they don't there isn't going to be any more show so i'm very interested to see what happens especially over the next week like social media wise what's going to happen with the next two episodes i think most people are like oh as well like it's christmas hanukkah the holidays so people may not be as active over these next two weeks and then episode nine comes out the 13th of january and the finale which as i said is still being uh, finished is coming out january 20th so we will see what state we are then then but we'd love to know all your thoughts and opinions on the musical because it's always interesting to get people's takes. I'm going to put a poll up on my community page. So go go vote on it to see if you loved it, hated it, asking yourself why this is a musical. That will be an option. And yeah, as I said, we're recording this very early on Christmas eve so if you celebrate christmas i hope you have a great christmas eve christmas day hanukkah i think is still going on uh kwanzaa any type of holiday winter solstice (laughs) or just if it's a if it's a quiet weekend for you i hope you have a, a great one too we'll be back next week of course to go over episode 307 little boxes 
and that gets us a week closer to episodes 9 and 10 and the week after we get the trailer for episode 309 so hang in there everyone we'll see you back here next week make sure to check out chris and jess's site the l word online which i'll leave linked below in the show notes follow them on instagram their ads are in there as well and the l word online on instagram and follow drinks at dana's on instagram you can follow me too i'll link mine below and if you want to watch the video version of this which i recommend you do because miss g's in it then you can find the link to the video in the show notes as well have a great end of the year end of winter break and we love you very much and we'll see you back here next week take care guys bye Bye, happy holidays Bye. bye